0: This is the MMA Takes Podcast, MMA Takes Podcast. with your host, Brian Petrie. Brian Petrie. Oh, man. I feel like, you know, I wasn't going to do one. I wasn't going to do it, boys. I wasn't going to hop on here. Um, you know, I didn't know if it was warranted enough to do a recap of UFC China. I know we got a new champ. We'll get into that. I predicted it. No big deal. But I didn't know... You know, there's not a ton to talk about, right? I'm kind of just saving up for the pick for UFC 242. I'm incredibly excited for uh, Saturday for multiple reasons, right? It's an awesome pay-per-view card. It's in the middle of the day, so my whole night's free for football, whatever. Football's back. The Bengals are back on Sunday. Huge Bengals guy. Good week ahead of us. Got fantasy draft tomorrow night. I'm only in one league this year. Usually, I'm about two or three. I cut it down to one, simply being because I, Indiana is now legalizing sportsbook, source betting. The sport books opens on Friday. I will be doing a lot of betting, a lot of gambling. Um, two years ago, I, I did really well in NFL betting. Uh, I, last year, I didn't touch it. I just did MMA. So now I'm back. So I want to focus on that instead of fantasy football. Although I am running the uh, one I do for work, which is fun, but. I did not know if I should hop on here because, like, again, there's not a ton to talk about. Happy Labor Day! Hopefully, your Labor Day was great. I've been pouring my heart and soul into recap, or excuse me, reviewing and and trying to make my picks for UFC 242. There's not, you know, I sometimes like with the Wei Li Zhang, or excuse me, Zhang Wei Li, did her name backwards. I was so confident in that underdog. She was a she was a plus 155. Some people had her as almost a plus 200. I was confident in that, right? This card, since sports, book, sports betting is a le- is legal now, and I could I have access to going to get hundreds of dollars 20 minutes from my house instead of waiting months or weeks for Boveda or whatever to send me a fucking uh, direct deposit or whatever you want to call it. I'm taking it seriously, right? And I think I'm in my head a little bit. I think I'm going a little too crazy with it. So hopefully... I come back and I just I'm loosey goosey with it, right? Cuz I plan on going down Friday. Uh it opens the one in Lawrenceburg Hollywood Casino opens on Thursday. I plan on going Friday with a buddy, having lunch down there. I think you know, we'll check it out. We'll see what's up. And uh go over my picks and then you know, it's like I, I I'm not gonna do online betting, you know, uh I'm not gonna do baveda or I'm done with all those sites. So I got to make sure my bets count cuz my big thing is come Saturday, I'm like during walkouts, I'm like, "Oh, this he's going to win or he's I got to be confident in myself. So trying to play it smart. Uh, I'm really conflicted on doing three big straight wagers or doing a parlay. You know, a lot of moving pieces in a parlay. But, man, if they hit, if they hit, they get some green. Um, But, yeah, so I'm I'm so preoccupied with that. I didn't know if I should hop on because I'm going to do the podcast for UFC 242 with Devin on Thursday, I believe. I think we got it penciled in for Thursday. So I want to come on and recap China i woke up if you follow me on uh, mma takes on twitter you saw me up at 3 a.m 3 a.m my time half asleep watched the first two fights fell asleep woke up fell asleep woke up i was pretty much up from the entire main card because little one got up and i was up pretty much all day rest of that but i was up at three didn't think i was gonna do it and actually kind of was weird because i was i was dead asleep i didn't have my alarm set i said you know what if you wake up around three o'clock, if you wake up, you look at your phone, it's like 315. That usually happens to me. You're going to get out and watch it, right? So don't set an alarm, right? You, you, you listen to an alarm five days a week when you get out for work. You don't need one. 245, little ones are hollering. I go check on her, change her diaper, all that stuff. Give her a new bottle. And I go, well, that's kind of perfect. I'm up now. She was my alarm clock. Perfect. So uh, it worked out. But yeah, you know, I wasn't super psyched about China, but we'll get into it. I went horrible on my picks. I know if you listen to the podcast last week I kind of kind of rushed through my picks and um I paid for it, right? I went 3 and eight. However, I did get the main event right, which, you know, the Kenny Florian's, the Ian Parker's, the Luke Thomas's, the Dan Toms, the everyone who predicts fights, handicappers alike who aren't on that professional level but also maybe I follow on Twitter not a lot of people had uh John Way Lee. I did, I was very confident in that pick. I thought Andraj is a very tough woman, and she, and she clearly is. But you know, her downfall was what happened. But we'll, we're gonna go bottom up. Yeah, had Rafael Danana versus Heidi or whoop, Healy Allentag. I'm gonna butcher these names. Um, remember this fight? It was a pick and fight. I, I had uh, I had Dana Donna winning this. I believe this guy fight of the Knights. Uh, how do answer log one? Um, I should probably see how they won because my memory is for shit at this point. Like, again, I'm so preoccupied with 242. I'm so excited. I'm sure this whole podcast that's not meant for that because we're going to do one is, is meant for, uh, you know, just shooting the shit. But, um, here we go. Let me, let me start of looking off my paper. Here we go. All right, Carl Rosa versus Lauren Procopio. Um, I had Procopio. I thought she was about a better grappler. Um, this fight played out on the feet a little bit more than I thought it would. would. Carl Rosa won a split decision. Uh, no problem with split decision, even though I had uh, Procopio. Procopio. Uh, next up, you had Heidi. The fight I was just talking about. Hi- I keep saying Heidi. Halil Tag versus Dana Batogaral. Uh This was a decision, unanimous decision by uh, Heil and and this was a fight in the night, I believe. Uh, I missed this fight. So I watched the first fight, missed this fight. Demir Ismaglav versus Thiago Moses. Demir won another decision. This guy's tough to beat, man. He looks good. His striking's good. His takedown defense is good. He's really hard to look good against. You know, he kind of plays it safe and doesn't really expose himself much. His technique's pretty tight. You know, I mean, he's undefeated in the UFC. He's got an impressive record at 19-1. I think it's time to maybe step up and... uh and fight somebody, you know, real deal at 155, maybe top 15. I don't know if he's cracking top 15 yet, but undefeated, 19-1 record, that's impressive stuff. So maybe get him over to America, maybe uh, have him fight uh, an elite guy, and we'll see where he's at. Next up, you had uh, Dong Jun versus Kalis Irmagmogov, the guy who was a huge favorite. I believe I missed this one. Yeah, he was a minus 260 favorite. Dong Jun, this was like a video game. Khalidis or Kalis uh came out swinging like you're mashing the b button just swinging and dong june i mean he fucking hung in there tough took some big shots and came back and uh submitted him in the third round by standing guillotine choke and impressed the stuff by dong on june it was it was a tough fight i was in and out of this fight i was awake but i kind of wasn't but uh dong and june hung in there tough his record's not i mean his record's okay but you know i thought khaliz the guy had a lot of hype eight and he was undefeated now he's eight and one and uh yeah, I missed that one, guys. Missed that underdog. Next up, you got Sue Majari versus Andre Sukuma. I was all in on Sukuma, who was another pretty big favorite. Minus 205. Excuse me, minus 165. He lost to Nance's position. This is a fight. I, I completely missed this fight. I was dead asleep for this fight. Um, have since went back and watched it. And Majari, or excuse me, Sue. I mean just say Sue looked really impressive. His stand-up was good. His transitions were good. Sukuma's a tough dude, right? He's He's hard to put out. He's hard to look good against. He's pretty strong for that weight class. He's... You know, you know, when he has won fights, he's bullied people. And, uh, Sue really hung in there, a guy who I didn't know a ton about, and his record is 12 and four. It's not, you know, nothing to write home about, but, uh, you know, he hung in there tough and he looked really good. My underdog pick was Jung Young Park versus Anthony Hernandez. Uh, that did not happen. Anthony Hernandez won this for uh, Anaconda choke. <clears throat> um, you know, Anthony Hernandez, a guy who I'm not super high on, but I thought he looked pretty good, a little sloppy at times. Surprise! He got the choke on Jongguk Park. Usually, those Korean top team guys, pretty good on the ground. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not overly impressed with Anthony Hernandez. I know contender series, and, and he got pop or something, and he does have some power in his hands. But uh, yeah, I mean, show me a little more, I guess. You know, but uh, I got that one wrong. That was a uh, that was an underdog pick. I got wrong. Boys. Uh, Next up, decision. Uh, excuse me. Jumping ahead here. Mizuki Inu versus Yanin Wu. Uh, split decision by Mizuki. I did not watch this fight. Um this was on the main card. That's the only fight in on the main card I did not watch. And uh Mizuki trains out of Ray Longo. I went against the Long Island uh you know, my mom I've I've talked about it before my mom's from Long Island. <clears throat> Pretty much the same exact part where Ray Longo Garden City. So I went against the hometown, the hometown love. I got Long Island Blood Emmy, and um I went against them and I lost. Mizuki trains out of uh Wyman MMA and uh Wyman Longo MMA, and yeah, I fucked up Long Island. So. Uh next up we had Kim Young Song versus Derek Kranz. This is surprising me because Derek Kranz is a guy, been around for a while, doesn't have the most impressive record in the world, 24 and 12, had a lot of early, ugly losses, but he's tough as nails. Now he's traveling all the way to China. He's fighting a guy who, you know, is okay, not great, has a decent record. You know, I didn't think anything of him, really, if I'm being completely honest with you. Derek Krantz completely gassed out in this fight, lost the fight in that third round, lost unanimous decision. Surprised by this. Derek Krantz was a Pretty hefty favorite if I if I he was um nah, minus one ten. So it was a pick him. Excuse me. I thought he I thought he was a little bit bigger of a favorite. I obviously had crance. I thought he was a more ex- more experienced, had better a better overall game, and uh, you know, he dropped that one. Next up, Kaikara France versus Mark De La Rosa. Love this fight. Kaikara France looked great. A lot of people like De La Rosa's younger dog. I can see why. Uh Kaikara looked great though, right? Dropped De La Rosa. It was a dog fight. It was a great fight. Kaikara is First off, I love saying his name, Kaikara. and his stand up and his power for that division is great. I like him at one twenty five. I hopefully, if they keep one twenty five round, he stays around. I don't, I, you know, he can go up to one thirty five. He's short, but you know, he's he's built okay. But that camp down in New Zealand, that City Care Boxing Camp, man, they're bringing some fucking killers, and um Kaikara's is one of them. You know, sometimes he can get tagged up a little bit. He doesn't have the best defense. However, his hands are so fast, he dropped De La Rosa a few times, hurt De La Rosa. De La Rosa hung in there tough, 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 dude. I can see why a lot of people picked the under. I actually had that fight right. I picked Kai France. friends. Co-main event, The Leech, Jinglong Li versus Alezi Zazeki Dos Santos. Really disappointed in Dos Santos in this fight. I thought this was a winnable fight for him. The Leech is uh, a, you know, a, a star in China at this point. I mean, he truly is. He was a significant under. I got plus 240. I should have taken the plus two forty as as a gambler. I think um, if I'm on a sports book and that's staring at me in the face, I think I know hindsight's twenty twenty. I think I take the two forty, just maybe let it ride a little bit, maybe put like hundred bucks down, fifty bucks. Um, but I didn't the leech again. I thought the ground game was gonna be a problem for him, but I underestimated his power. His right hand landed whenever he wanted to. He's a big guy, he's aggressive. Fights really well in China. I mean, uh, you know, Dos, Dos, Dos Santos had to come a long way for that and just got sloppy, got wild in there. Once he got caught with that right hand and got put flat on his back, I thought he was out, recovered well, but after that he just kind of got wild. And, and when you get wild against the elite the leech has got a great chin. Not great on the ground, but he's, you know, getting better. Um, you know, they're putting a lot of money into Chinese martial arts over there with the, with the um, PI that they just opened up. So uh, he's getting better, but... Um, yeah, this is disappointing. I mean, Dos Santos is a guy that a lot of people were high on, and uh, I thought he should have had a better outing against the Leech, But the Leech, man, tell you what, keep an eye on this kid. He's seventeen and five. I wouldn't want to fight him in China. I'll fucking tell you that much. I'll say that much. I wouldn't want to fight him in China. But um, yeah, I mean, he's he's an exciting guy. He's he's one of the stars in China. Speaking about stars, you got uh, Zhang Wei Li versus Jessica Andrade, forty-two second main events. Um, Weili Zong, Zong Weili, whatever it is, they pronounce it differently, it's spelled differently. I don't know. Um, Andrage is a girl. Listen, I picked Zong because I thought Zong 19 and 1. She had a nice number next to her name, and Andraj is really hittable, right? Rose Naminuis, who's got good hands and everything like that, not a powerhouse. She tagged up Andrage. Joanna tagged up Andrage, and Andrage has got a head like a fucking bull. She's got a great chin. However, Li Zhang is big. She's a thick girl for 115 muscles. She's taller than Jessica. I thought if Jessica didn't wrestle, Li Zhang was going to pick her apart. A lot of people don't want to strike with Li. If you watch any of Li's fights, they want to get her to the ground. They don't want to really strike with her. She has power. And she's big and thick for that division. And she cracked Jessica. Jessica came out aggressive. She's flat-footed. She's throwing kind of looping punches. Left herself out there. Got caught got caught with a nice elbow and then it was all over after that. Wei li I mean, had that crowd fired up behind her. First uh first born Chinese born UFC champion. I mean, uh, the the stats that came out about like the Google that's in China and all the other like the the social media in China or whatever. Um Wei li had like 4 million or billion or whatever like views or hits or something. That's crazy. I mean, that's a very lucrative market. I can understand why. And yet, I mean, yeah, yeah, people are right. Oh, she only got the title shot because she's from China and it's the fights in China. You're 100% right. But that doesn't mean she doesn't deserve it. She's 19, She's 21 now. She was 19 to 1 going in. And that one loss, her very first debut loss, um, she was on Eri show today and she said that it was an amateur fight. That wasn't even a pro fight. That shouldn't count. So really, she's undefeated as a pro and she's won 20 straight. And, um, super impressive, right? She's looked good in every UFC outing. I know you can say she hasn't fought top competition and you can say this and that. Well, she's a champ now. So what I want to see, I think the best case scenario would be Joanna winning. I think Joanna is the most marketable champ next to Rose. Rose is really marketable too, but Rose is kind of recluse, right? Rose likes going away. She doesn't like doing the media and she's kind of, but I love her. You know, I love Rose. Like I'm a, I'm a fan of Rose, but Joanna, I think is, is mean and angry and she's, you know, Kind of fucking hot, too, guys. Look, check on her on Instagram, right? Yeah, she's, I don't know. She does something to me, guys, okay? Jojo jejek jo- 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 does something to me, right? I want her to take my last name, even though I'm married, just so it's easier to pronounce, right? Um, but, yeah, so I think Yoana, she's got to get past Watterson. A lot of people are saying Watterson because Watterson has Asian background and and uh dan already came out and said wei Lee is fighting in u.s next because it takes it takes a while for them to get a show in uh, china they obviously don't want her sitting out that long but um yeah i'm mean, a lot of people are pushing the watterson thing if watterson gets past yoana sure absolutely obviously i would want to see rose i think rose deserves a title shot because she lost her title i know she never defended it but she lost it well she did defend it. excuse me she defended against yoana but she lost the title um but she kind of isn't interested in fighting, right? She's in Lebanon, I believe, or Lithuania, wherever, you know, whatever her heritage is. She's in another country. She seems like she's been there for a while. Apparently, she's training. Not sure if she wants to fight again. That's the thing is is the UFC is probably not going to want to give a title shot to someone who's not really interested in fighting, right? She might come back and fight one more time and then be like, okay, I'm done. And then the belt's up in the air again. But so I'm happy with Joanna. I don't think Ioana is going anywhere. Joanna versus Waylee's on good stand-up battle. That'd be really interesting to me. Um, Michelle Watterson, again, is becoming more of a grappler now. So I'm really interested in that fight that's happening in Tampa in October. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. So that was UFC China, UFC Shijin. Um, I don't have anything prepared guys. I just got home from dinner. Wife went to target. Of course I was going to hop on Madden. I'm in a franchise. I am, um, you know, I always like to pick the shittiest teams, So I can try to build my franchise, right? I don't want to pick, I don't want to be the fucking Patriots or be, you know, the Rams or something like that and just kick the shit out of everybody. So I decided to be the worst team in the NFL. And if you're sitting there thinking, you said the Cincinnati Bengals, go fuck yourself. Cause they're not. Miami Dolphins, absolutely horrible. So I tanked, got the first pick. Took, uh, you know, I'm building the team. So I'm very, I was gonna play that. I'm like, oh, wife, kids at home? Let me squeeze in the game. But I'm like, you know what? I need to recap China. I need to talk to you guys, even though there's not a ton going on in MMA. What are we at? What are we at here? 17 minutes? Okay. Maybe 14 more minutes because I don't have anything planned. I can talk for days, boys. I have the gift of gab. People, some people are even irritated by how much I talk, Um, which I find offensive, but I do have the gift of gab, so I can keep going all night. But we're gonna keep it short. So um I guess you know the only really news that came out was I mean, well, Chris Cyborg right before I hop hopped on here. I don't really feel like this is news. She signs with Bellator. No doy. She's gonna fight Julia Bond. But the deal, Scott Coker won an aerial show, the deal um lets her do boxing or MMA, which I think is whatever. Okay. Um hopefully cyborg gets paid a lot. That's fine. I mean the UFC released her and Hopefully, she goes over to the Bellator and, and, and fights Julia Bond. It's a fight I'll watch. That's a, a, an interesting fight. Um, I keep saying Bond. It might be Bud. I don't know. But uh, interesting fight. I'd watch that fight. Um, so that kind of broke. And then, like Scott Coker also said, that he thinks Ryan Bader could beat Stipe Miocic, which, listen, I've shit on Ryan Bader a little bit in my time. Unfortunately, I think he's a lot better fighter than I give him credit for. That's 100% true. But Ryan Bader, you know, couldn't beat DC. Right? And I know MMA math doesn't exist. I know you're going to you know sit there and say it doesn't exist and all this stuff. But Ryan Bader couldn't beat DC. I just don't think he could. Um, DC's a much better Ryan Bader. Stipe beat DC. Um, I don't think Bader and Stipe are competitive. I think Stipe marks him. I think Stipe... I mean, Bader hits hard. His boxing's come a long way. I think he looks good at heavyweight. Um, I think his wrestling's pretty good. I don't think his wrestling's on the level of DC. I don't think his boxing's on the level of DC. His power might be right there with DC, but Stipe was taking those punches like nobody's problem. Um, I see Stipe, and Brian Bader has a chin problem. Ryan Bader's been knocked out several times. So I know Scott Coker's pumping up his guy, um, You know, calling him the best heavyweight in the sport and all that. That's fine. I have no problem with that, but you're not. He's not, right? I don't think Ryan Bader beats Francis Aganyu. I don't think Ryan Bader beats... Curtis Blades. I think Ryan Bader has a lot of problems with the elite heavyweights at, at, at the UFC. I don't think Ryan Bader beats Alistair Overeem. Uh, I mean, if Overeem, if they fought and Overeem Open as younger, I'm putting a lot of money on Overeem. I'm just going to say that. Um, I have nothing against Ryan Bader. I know I feel like I shit on him quite a bit. Um, I kind of shit on a lot of Bellator stuff. I just don't like when these guys, you know, they sign all this big money and they go to Bellator, which is fine. Get your fucking money. But don't sit there and talk about you're the best in the world because you're not. Because guess what? If you want to be the best in the world, you got to go to the best, the best organization in the world, the best league where the best fighters are at. There's not a single division Bellator has better than the UFC. Now there's some fighters over there that I would love to see in the UFC. I would love, I would welcome Ryan Bader back with open arms. Aaron Pico, I know he's he's dropped a few. I would love to see him in the UFC. AJ McKee, hell of a talent, come over to 145. The Pitbull Brothers, sure, but. I mean, let's not act like they're the, you know, the cream of the crop here, right? I think Max Holloway beats they're doing a 145 tournament in the upcoming months. I think Max Holloway beats all of them. I think Brian Ortega beats all of them. So, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, I know you're pushing your guy, and that's fine. But uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out on it. Okay. Uh the embedded, uh, if you've been watching the embedded episode two's up. Um I haven't I haven't seen episode two yet, but Man, Abu Dhabi does it right, don't they? Red carpet, Dustin Poirier gets a flight, 21 hour flight, and he's fucking wiped, right? I mean, he's the camera's fogging up because it's so goddamn hot. Accommodations, I mean, these dudes rolled out the red carpet. He's dancing with guys with fucking swords. They give him a gift. Like, they're like, I know, you know, Khabib's a guy because Khabib's Muslim and they're obviously a Muslim country or Arab country, whatever. I don't know the proper, whatever they are. Um, but you know, Khabib's going to be their guy, but they rolled out the red carpet for Dustin. He even said, I'm, I was blown away by the hospitality and th- they line up and there's like Ferraris and Rolls Royce. They're like, which one do you want to take back to the, your house? Right. Dustin Poirier's got a sick house. He's not even staying in a fucking hotel. It's like a house with a pool and everything. So I'll take the Rolls Royce. And they're like, you want to drive? And he goes, No, nah, I'm fucking, I'm wiped out, dude. You can drive me. That's crazy. I mean, if you're a fighter, why wouldn't you want to fight in Abu Dhabi? The flight is going to be a pain in the ass. If you lose the flight back, is going to be a pain in the ass, but man, it looks awesome. Like, I mean, I've said it before on this podcast, but it'd be so cool. Just be like, Hey, I'm fighting Abu Dhabi this weekend. No big deal. Yeah. I'm going to Abu Dhabi got a fight. I mean, I know they've done jujitsu tournaments and they've done tons of, you know, um, you know, grappling tournaments over there, but man, third time they've been over there. They went over there for a fight night, I believe. And then UFC 112 with uh, BJ and Edgar and Anderson and Maya, um, but yeah, I'm excited about this card, dude. I mean, I'm I'm dude, I'm excited about it. I've, I've poured over it, a lot of interesting fights. I, I mean, the main event's gonna be absolutely insane. I don't know if I'm convincing myself that Dustin Poirier has a shot because he's such a big underdog, and I want to strike gold. But I have watched every single Khabib fight, or not every single. The past five Khabib fights I've watched. And I've watched the fast past five Connor fights. Without question, or excuse me, Conor, uh, Dustin Poirier. Without question, Dustin Poirier is fighting the better talented guys. He has a who's who resume. The only thing with Dustin Poirier with me is he's got some ugly losses on his record. He got choked out by Korean Zombie, I think, in his first UFC main event. He got knocked out by Connor in a minute, right? He got knocked out by Michael Johnson in the first round. So there's some real setbacks, but he's always came back stronger. Khabib is a freak, an animal, right? Khabib can't take a round off. I'm, I Listen, I'm in breakdown mode right now. We're, I'm going to say that for Thursday. This is what I'm talking about, guys. I'm so consumed with fucking Saturday with UFC 242. I can't talk about anything else. I'm talking about my goddamn Madden franchise because there's nothing else to fucking talk about. Um, I guess we'll read from MMA fighting, uh, Alexander Gustafson, rethinking retirement. Uh, you think, um, the guy's emotional. The guy wasn't in it all the way. In my opinion, he was training because he was, I mean, he was in the top five for years. He was like the number two or three guy for years. He's thinking in his head, why the fuck do I get a train? I'm going to keep getting these best, these biggest shots. Kind of called out Luke Rockhold a little bit. Um, you know, he's a young enough guy. I know he doesn't want to take the damage. He wants to spend time with his family, but Sweden ain't cheap. Living in Sweden is expensive, so he's got to get his money. And uh, if you're healthy and you're 100 percent into it, why not? Um, I, I, I don't mind that at all. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, MMA fighting stinks, right? Yeah, they keep uh, they keep posting the Khabib Al fight, which again, I mean, Al, you know, the first two rounds he's a killer. Took takes rounds off. Khabib can't take a round off against Dustin. There I go again. Talk breaking down UFC 242. It's impossible. All right. Yeah. So Tony Ferguson, I, I wouldn't talk about this. Darren Till and Tony Ferguson both were on Aaron Hawani show today. Nothing super notable about Darren Till. He just said, listen, you know, I want to fight these guys. Kelvin's the best. I want to go up and fight the best. Uh he put up some pictures on Instagram. He looked fucking huge. Um so I'm still nervous about the fight because Kevin Gaslam's so, so good. Darren Till seems like he's in a good place, right? He's saying he's he's figuring some things out. You know, his coach is training with them, and he seems motivated. You know, he said, he, no excuses for his last two losses. Those guys were the better men. I like when he owns up to that. He just says, yeah, they're the better men. Um, but yeah, nothing super notable on that. I, I watched that just before I hopped on. And then I, I read the clips of Tony Ferguson's interview. He's a wild man, right? I got a buddy who lives in in Hawaii who, when he lived here, um, when we were younger, like when we were probably like 18, 19, 20, we were really good friends. And then you would know, kind of drift apart. I would still consider him a really good friend of mine. Um, kind of drifted apart. But when we were younger, I, I was pushing MMA down his throat. Right? He's like a baseball guy, a basketball guy, great athlete. But he didn't want. He didn't. You know, he he entertained it with me, but he wasn't like into it. Right? Now he's sending me. He lives in Hawaii. You know, he's a, probably a Max fan. He's sending me clips of Tony Ferguson. Like this is my guy. Look at this fucking guy. And we talk MMA. And it's crazy that he had to go to Hawaii to fucking start liking MMA. But uh yeah, anyway, Tony Ferguson is a wild fucking man. He went on Aerial Show today, said he wants to be like Bo Jackson. He wants to play baseball. And I I feel like I've seen videos of him hitting baseballs and stuff, and he seems like he's got a pretty good swing. And I think he did play probably, probably probably play baseball in high school, but baseball is so hard to break into. Like, I mean, good luck, but man, you're you're literally at the cream of the crop of fighting. You're in your 30s. I don't know if you can just pick up baseball and go and and make it to the MLB, um, but you know Tony Ferguson's a fucking wild man. What am I? What am I, I going to doubt Tony Ferguson? Fuck no. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of weird. But he also said that is guaranteed he gets the winner of Khabib, Dustin. Um, hopefully that happens beginning of next year, January, February. Uh, Super Bowl weekend would be awesome. They put that on Saturday night before the Super Bowl. That'd be Insane. Uh khabib Tony's a fight I've been looking forward to forever. Uh Dustin Tony will be a really exciting fight as well, but really looking forward to Khabib Tony if that ever happens. Um what else we got here, guys? I'm sorry about the uh yeah, see, I don't there's not not much, man. I'm all about 242. I've broken that down in my head about a billion times, and I can't get over it. And I apologize. I want to hop on, do a quick little update. Quick little what I'm thinking, recap China, tell you how shitty I went, but then brag about the main event pick I got. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. I'm, I'm just ready for this week to roll on. It's Tuesday. Didn't think I was going to get on tonight. Wife was supposed to work late, got off early, you know, gets off early, has dinner with her husband, and goes, You know, got a target. And I said, Well, I'm to the target with you on Sunday. So my target fill, my target minimum is once a week, and I've already filled that. So I'm going to go home. But, um, yeah, so that's about it, boys. I'm sorry this was, I mean, was this even necessary? But, listen, I want to talk to the people. I want to put this out. I love talking to you guys. I love that you guys listen. I love the interactions. Uh, get those Twitter followers up, right? Let's get them up. I'm at 96 right now. I don't buy followers. I believe Instagram, I'm at uh, almost 200, I think, which is pretty cool. But I'm trying to get those numbers up. Uh, so, follow me. If you listen to this, follow me. I'll follow you back. Follow Follow. That's what they say, uh, and uh, yeah, we'll have fun. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't blow up your timeline too much. However, I do have some new stuff coming out this week. Hopefully, uh, pick up podcast will be out Friday. Uh, Dev and I will probably spend a lot of time on uh, UFC 242, and uh, that's the show. That's it. Real short one for you. Not even, not even thirty minutes in, and we're gonna wrap it up. I want to recap. I want to talk to you guys. And I can't think of anything else besides UFC T-42, so I apologize. But um, again, follow me on MMA Takes on Twitter, MMA Takes Podcast on Instagram, and let's get those numbers up. And I'll talk to you boys on Friday. You want to take it from the top? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. He will rock you. He will rock you. To repeat that again. Feel, 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 feel my heat. Feel my heat. Yeah, it's definitely cool. Let's lay it down. Nick? You want to lay it down? We you rolling on the rehearsal?